All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the WTF edition of the State of Mind podcast. I'm your host, Patrick, and this is episode number four. So first things first, as always, I'm thank you for everyone that's tuned in right now. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you decided to rock with me and stick with me for the next uh, hour or so. No, I don't honestly know how long the episode is going to be, but nonetheless, uh, thank you for those that uh, tuned into the first three episodes. It really means a lot. Uh, obviously, consistency has not been my strong suit, but I'm not here to make excuses. I'm just here to give you guys more content, more wild confessions, more interesting stories, and obviously my two cents of what I think about everything that we're going to discuss on this episode. So, without further ado, let's rock and roll and let's get into today's episode. So, we're going to start off today's episode with a question which I think is somewhat relatable to a lot of us. And it reads, what was your worst experience sharing a flat or room with someone? Basically, what was your worst roommate experience? Now, living with someone is challenging for sure. It's definitely challenging, especially if you're someone that is not used to living with people. You kind of just like your own space. It's, it's definitely gonna be a nightmare for you but then again you can also be the nightmare so because in its essence it's two personalities clashing trying to find common ground to some level and we all know once you don't find that common ground it's just downhill from there but yeah i think it's a good experience to have because at some point in your life you're gonna move in with your significant other right so practice makes perfect i guess because at the end of the day, you're just gonna try to you're gonna try and figure out things, or you're gonna try and figure out at least how to live with someone, and also work on yourself. So it's kind of beneficial to some level. I mean, it's not like a great, it's not it's not like a necessity or anything. But yeah, I guess it's, a, it's one of those experiences you're just gonna have at some point in your life. But nonetheless, I'm not here to talk about the good times. We're here to talk about the bad times, and the comments are hilarious. So. I'm going to play it back, and the question reads, what was your worst experience sharing a flat or room with someone? Uh, the first comment, I am traumatized. Was sharing an apartment with a guy. Long story short, we bumped into each other in the kitchen while he was butt naked, and the Ukraine missile was hanging. Yeah. Uh, ladies, if you're going to roommate with a guy, uh, the one thing you're going to have to get used to is uh, morning glory. That's just that's ninety nine percent of the time, without fail, you're just gonna <laughs> you're just gonna suck it up and deal with it. But you know, I always found it interesting, right? When um, when a guy and a girl roommate with each other, like especially if it's just platonic, there's no there's no um, romantic feel or anything to it. It's just interesting because obviously, so let let me give you a scenario. Be, let's just say my roommate's attractive, right? and my girlfriend comes over nine times out of ten that's always going to cause like friction and vice versa let's say I'm, I'm dating someone and her roommate is some attractive dude that that's always going to cause friction i think that's only the, that's the only time where it's really going to be a problem but is, is it weird basically i think what i'm trying to ask is, is it weird to have to to have a female roommate at the end of the day i don't know Anyways, uh, the next uh, comment, 
I once shared a flat with a lady who had a habit of leaving cigarette butts all over the living room. As a non-smoker, it was a regrettable experience. Yeah, that's that's always going to be a problem. When your roommate has a particular habit, yeah, it's always going to cause friction. Definitely. Uh, the next one reads, whenever... Okay, so basically, whenever the roommate comes home drunk, he would never use the door. Always came in through the window. <laughs> we shared a single room. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> okay, that 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 that's hilarious. <laughs> Hold on, let me let me read that one back. So, so basically. <laughs> Whenever a man came home drunk, he would never use the front door. Always came through the window. <laughs> we shed a single room. <laughs> this 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 can be really traumatizing, like the first time it happens. <laughs> Why are you coming through the window? I'm sorry, man. This is hilarious. So every time this dude comes home drunk, <laughs> he doesn't. He never uses the front door. <laughs> he uses the window. Man, this guy's trying to. He's just looking for a shortcut to get straight into bed. But the thing is, you're sharing a single room, so man, I can imagine how scared you can be at times, or just that fear that runs through you because you're like, man. Because no matter no matter how often it happens, at some point you're always gonna feel, um. No, scared man you're always gonna feel scared because you're like damn who's, who's climbing through our window right now yeah but that, that one's that one's that one's the funniest that one's the funniest one so far um the next one reads so this is okay this so this guy basically just listed off uh basically four uh four experiences and the first one reads loud sex like a goat like a goat was being slaughtered in the next room untidy found chicken bones behind the couch while cleaning they stole loud visitors. Now, the first one, yeah, loud sex, dude. I remember, I remember a friend of mine who brought over this chick. Now, I don't, I don't have a problem. You know, you do what you gotta do. I'm, I'm never gonna stop you from getting it in. But on this particular night, because this is one of those days where, or uh, that week rather was one that was just draining for me because i was really running on fumes i wasn't sleeping a lot so that was that one day where i wasn't doing anything and i just and i was just relaxed and i wasn't doing nothing at all i just wanted to relax and then i actually ended up falling asleep quite early and i remember homeboy came in obviously i heard him coming in i didn't care i obviously i heard the girl as well but i didn't care i was just sleeping and i swear five minutes into them coming in bro they are making a noise rather she was the one that was making a noise because she was so fucking animated like i don't know man that shit is really traumatizing like if you do that to someone you really don't think too much of what's happening or what they what's going on with uh, your roommate or whatever the case may be but when it happens to you bro that shit was traumatizing. I re- I just couldn't sleep. I ended up waking up, uh, went went to the sitting room, tried to watch uh, 
series. I ended up watching like a, an episode or two because now I'm, I'm just trying to kill time. And this was like two or three in the morning, man. So I'm like, okay, they're probably done by now. They're going to be passed out because I know where they came from. I think they came from the club. So I know, okay, they, they got it in and now they passed out. So I went back into the room after watching those uh, two episodes. And like clockwork, because it seems like every time I was drifting off into that deep sleep, they would start. And I'm just like, fuck, man. Messed up experience. Because even the next day, I looked at him, I'm like, dog. I don't, I don't know if she was doing that, doing that shit on purpose. Because she didn't, she didn't have to do all that. She was moaning. She was, But she was saying some dirty shit, though. I'm not going to lie. She said some dirty shit that made me wonder, like, oh. <laughs> but nah, I digress. Let's continue. Let's continue. And um, so, yeah, that, w- that was it. I just wanted to start off with that. Um, yeah, let me know. If you guys have any uh, uh, bad experiences with a roommate, I mean, this is probably not the worst ones you've heard. They're probably like a lot more. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are at the next portion of the podcast, the most entertaining part of the podcast, at least. And this is the Wild Confessions. Now, if you guys didn't know, this is basically me reading out some Wild Confessions to you guys and commenting as I go. So if you didn't know, now you know. And without further ado, let's get into today's confessions. And the first one reads, ladies, here's the honest truth. Sorry, fellow guys. We are not gay or anything like that, but we do fuck sometimes. It's part of the bro code. Who told you that? Oh, my goodness. <sighs> so your boyfriend's bestie is probably his fuck buddy. What do you think boys night out is all about? I have a girl. I love her. But I have a fuck buddy who's a guy. It's normal. No, it's not. Who the fuck told you that? Let me continue. Guys who have fuck buddies that are men are not gay. It's an agreement. We don't fuck with gay men, no. Because we are straight. Even in public, we don't discuss this. There's no need to talk about it. We fuck. We need to do this for our own sanity. Sometimes we do it for our bars and clubs to grow in business. That's where the energy passes through. Well... This doesn't fucking make sense to me one bit. And I can't believe I'm actually going to like argue with this, but it's very interesting because the only thing that comes to mind after reading this, is that this guy is on the DL. I don't know if he's bi, he's gay, but whatever it is, I'm clean. Don't come try, don't come use these weird excuses that you're putting out there as, as a way to justify your actions. Be happy with who the fuck you are. The fact that he's saying this is like normal is it's wild to me. I'm a person that hangs out with a lot of my guy friends back in the day till this very day as well. And never did it fucking dawn on us that we would do something strange like this. I mean, he's using words like, oh, it's for my sanity. For you, this is what I hate about certain people, right? Speak for your fucking self. Don't come, don't come lump us all together. Because now you now you're putting out the narrative that every person that has somewhat of a a, a great bond with other male friends is somewhat doing strange shit. 
look what you do okay keep it to yourself we have nothing to do with what you do and, and if anything come out as being come out okay stop being on the down low because this is already shady on its own that you guys don't even talk about it that you just do it and it's like it's normal it's it's strange okay i think anyone can agree to this it is fucking strange but the one thing i will acknowledge though as far as it this thing being normal as far as as far as the people I've spoken to over the years i am familiar with people that definitely do something real strange to get some kind of monetary gain or some some kind of financial boost in its essence it's just prostitution there's no difference between what these guys do as far as fucking some other dudes to build that business or to get to get some kind of monetary gain it's the same thing with women some women for older men or sugar daddies or whatever you want to call them for some for some kind of monetary gain so basically so that in its essence is prostitution so man this is this is is nothing new under the sun but yeah this dude definitely has to speak for himself and stop trying to involve other men okay don't try and justify actions with things that other normal people do already okay (laughs) so I'm, I'm not even gonna get in too much into that on to the next confession of the day all right so the next confession reads my husband has been having an affair for the past four months now and he's been trying to hide it from me so much to a point that i feel pity for him because he struggles even going to pick up calls outside the house pretending there's no network in the house how do i teach him to hide his affair without being caught because my own affair is now two years and he knows nothing about it plot twist he's really suffering trying to hide it yet i know about the affair on the first week i don't want to ask him about it or bother him because he's very because he's a very good husband and gives me and our kids everything we need so there's not much to say here but uh fear women guys fear women because <laughs> once once you get it to that point there is no coming back it's just hard it's just heartache after heartache. Because I'm, I'm like, I'm I'm really surprised that she kept this, her own affair. Because, you know, I was not even expecting to read that part. Because I just felt like, okay, she... Initially, when I read it, I thought, okay, she's just gonna, you know... No, she feels bad about it. She's gonna confront him eventually. But damn, to, to come back and say, yo, I, I've been doing this for a minute. So, hide your shit better. Like, that is... That's gangster. <laughs> That's gangster, man. But fucking hell. But I never, I never really understood su- certain marriages or how, how certain relationships work. I, I really don't. But now there's not much to say there. It's just uh, two adults cheating on each other. Uh, one knowing and the other one completely oblivious. So the next confession reads, I don't know if I have to feel pity for him or to cry to dump him i think i'm dating a loser so my boyfriend happened to leave his phone unlocked and drove to the mall that day i quickly grabbed it just to make sure i was ready to cut some onions this guy is texting proposing girls on ig and whatsapp no one is replying all he gets is blue ticks he's been dming more than 20 girls 
I don't want to stay with someone that's not wanted. He was like, baby, I'm loyal, blah, blah, blah. It turns out he doesn't have other options. How do I break up with him without hurting his feelings? All right. So there's not much to say here. This is just another situation of um, a man who pretty much doesn't have a lot of options and that kind of makes him less attractive to the specific woman, which is kind of strange to me because you would think that he's not getting responses that, you know, you are the only one for him. But it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird dynamic. It's a weird dynamic because I guess women also have this thing where they like knowing that they have something that every other woman wants and then and the fact that they were chosen, you know, uh, makes them even feel more worthy or more accomplished to some degree. I don't know. I mean, this is, maybe it's a poor choice of words, but you get what I mean. But it also works with men as well. We, when we have our trophy girlfriends, trophy wives, we, you know, we show them out, and you know, people like what they see, and you're like, yeah, that's my, that's my, that's my girl. So it's always been an interesting dynamic where um, a woman. In this case, thinks the guy's a loser because he's not getting um, responses from other women in the DMs. You know, well. But that's just what you see. Because I feel like the fact that he's doing this, yeah, maybe along the lines something will happen, but I feel as though he's doing a lot more than just DMing other women, though. So... To think of him as a loser, I, I get it. I mean, in the sense that constantly DMing women, right, and not getting response, but still adamantly texting them is fucking strange to me. That's just how my mind works. Because if I DM you once and you don't respond, it's cool. I'm not going to try to um, force anything. Because when I DM a girl, and it's happened before, and I've been ignored countless times, my my game is pretty straight straight to the point where it's like yo i like what i see and i like to take you for coffee or have a ketchup on or take you out for a drink sometime if they respond cool if they don't fine i just don't understand why some dudes waste uh, waste so much time trying to get a response from some of these women like it's just it's annoying man but yeah that's how it goes so let's move on to the next confession I need relationship advice. I'm 24 years old. I'm a 24-year-old lady in a relationship with the father of my nine-month-old baby. This man cheated on me countless times and even used my car to take girls out when I was pregnant. Then I, then I forgave him. The problem I have the problem I have is that he never posted me on social media and we're not even friends. The only time he posted me on WhatsApp on the WhatsApp status was last year, November, my birthday. He doesn't want me to touch his phone or tell me his password. And he says the reason is that he doesn't want us to argue. I have lost all trust in him. On top of that, he doesn't even take me out. But I've seen pictures of him with other girls and posts and post pictures with, with other girls. Mind you, we're all working. Please advise. So first thing, so... One thing I have to uh, like 
acknowledge about women is y'all really really go in, go hard for your men through you guys really go through thick and thin with some of these guys some of you not all of you women just some of you guys and and i and i have to i have to like give i have to give you praise for that like not a lot of people really can stick around and and deal with a lot of the bullshit especially in this case and i guess it is hard to leave someone who um is the father of your child or whatnot it's not a simple it's not a simple thing as far as like moving on however the answers are right in front of you you know asking for advice i I just sometimes when i read some of these confessions i just feel like some people just want someone else to tell them what to do because i believe in your mind in your head you have already formulated this you you already came up with a conclusion or you already came up with a with a plan as far as what you're gonna do i think some some people just need to hear from other people so they can go through with it but look the guy is cheating and he continues to show it to you and look it's disrespectful okay it's disrespectful uh but hey that's just my take on it my thing would be try to figure out how to leave him and try to you know focus on you and your career and your baby and let him do his thing i mean if he's still present in the child's life to let him be present let him be let him be a father if he's a deadbeat then that's another conversation but at the end of the day the answers are right in front of you or at least the evidence is right in front of you the answer is also right in front of you so you just do what you, do what you're already gonna do because you already have the answer all right before we wrap this up as always at the end of all my sessions i try to leave you guys with an interesting bizarre slash cringeworthy story and to say the least this one takes the cake so initially i came across the story on the abba and preach channel they're pretty much covering it and after doing my due diligence i found out this shit is real so without further ado i'm gonna read out to you the the headline of this article and it reads i was kicked out of a gym for staring at a woman even though i'm blind yes ladies and gentlemen you heard me correctly this dude was kicked out of a gym for staring at a woman even though he's blind now i don't know about you guys but this sounds like the perfect comedy skit you can't make this shit up it's just way out there and uh yeah man it happened and i'm just gonna read to you guys the article because he he was he was pretty much interviewed on a podcast called the happy hour podcast earlier in june and he was just pretty much shedding light on it on this uh, situation so yeah i'm just gonna read out to you this article and then just try to keep up yeah so it reads toby addison 21 recalled the mortifying moment years prior when he was kicked out of the gym for creepily staring at a woman despite the fact that he cannot see while on the happy hour podcast Addison, who shares his life as a blind person on his TikTok account, at Blind Tobes, said he was minding his own business during a workout when he heard a woman say, oh, 
do you like the view? Obviously, I don't know where I'm looking a lot of the time. The content creator shared on the podcast. I was just staring right ahead. And unfortunately, there was a woman doing some exercises. I didn't know she was talking to me at first because I wasn't doing anything wrong. Addison, who lives in Chichester, England, admitted. She said something along the lines of, why do you keep staring at me? Stop. Don't be so creepy. Addison, who had his cane folded up nearby, said he immediately told her he was blind, but she wasn't having any of it. There's a bit of a culture around catching out gym creeps, Addison acknowledged. The active gym goer knows his eyes tend to stare into the distance, sometimes when he's concentrating on something, hence why the woman probably thought he was staring. I don't really know where I'm looking a lot of the time unless I'm talking to someone. Like I know that I'm talking to you, so I'm trying to look in so I'm trying to look in your direction, he said. Addison said the woman told him to shut up, then went and got the manager who asked him to leave. That actually happened. Wow. Thankfully, he he was a guest of the friend at the gym that day and said he has a good relationship with the staff at his current gym. In a TikTok video, Addison said he understood why the woman would have wanted to call him out for, for making her feel uncomfortable. He wishes she had tried to be more understanding of his situation. It's so sad that some women feel uncomfortable or anxious when in the gym because of a small percentage of people who have acted inappropriately, he said. It's also really sad that awareness around disabilities just isn't good enough at the minute. And when you mix the two together, you make situations like I described way more likely to occur. Okay, so for those that were keeping up, you know what it is. And for those that weren't, I'm going to try to make this breakdown short, sweet, and simple. Blind man kicked out of the gym for staring at a woman. Now, I don't know about you guys, but the comedy writes itself. The funny writes itself. You just can't make this shit up, can you? Now, never in a million years did I ever think I would ever come across a story like this. And here we are. Now, there's a lot of things I feel about this. And one thing I'm, I have to say, and you guys can agree with me or not, I don't really mind. This lady has to be the biggest asshole I read about in a while. I don't even know who she is. But at the end of the day, you cannot treat people like this. It's just unacceptable, man. On the flip side, and this is something we have to acknowledge, gym creeps are a thing. These fuckers exist, and they're out here making women feel uncomfortable. And it's really sad because this is the one place you come to to better yourself, you know, to actually um, use whatever energy you have, especially if it's negative on, on something, and to into, into doing something a little more productive, you know, to help you, actually. And it's just sad that you can't even do that without having some dude from across the gym just staring at you, you know, just behaving fucking awkwardly and you know, I, it, it's sad. I don't, 
and I it's sad and I really feel for women that are going through this. I I'm I'm with you 100%. It's it's total bullshit. And you shouldn't be going through it. And yeah, guys, we need to do better. Let's get these guys away from these kinds of establishments. However, for this particular scenario, we're talking about a blind man, okay? This woman made it a, made a whole spectacle and got this guy kicked out of the gym for literally doing nothing. Now, I don't know if you guys have spent time around blind people, but staring off into the distance is something that you just have to um, deal with anyways. Or it's just something that, not even deal with, it's just something that, that comes with it. It comes with because I don't know how how to further explain this because I just feel like I'm gonna sound really stupid. But what they don't they don't even know what they don't even know what they're looking at. So for you to go out of your way to involve managers and get this person kicked out is is baffling. And into the manager, um, to some to some to some extent i can actually sympathize with a manager because we're living in a time where you can lose your job like that easily and i guess it's also a situation of he or she is afraid to lose a job and doesn't know what to do because at the end of the day all these people have to do is get on social media talk about your business and it is shut down but if I was a fly on the wall, or e- rather, if I was that manager, I look at it from that perspective. That whereas, like, I don't want to lose my job, but then again, I have to think to myself and look at this woman. The only thing that would be going through my head is this fucking lady's crazy. Like this, this doesn't make sense. But it's a, it's 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 a real. Um, sticky situation it doesn't have to be a sticky situation but unfortunately it is now let's take it back again if you're a disabled person it it would be it would be beneficial to you actually to also acknowledge you know especially if you're new to the gym but then again he was only there for a day but fuck but still, it, it, it's something that we should actually also put into consideration, okay? Um, not victim-blaming anyone. I'm just, like, looking at it from all angles. And, yeah, if you're a disabled person, make it, let it be known to, to the staff just so they know what, um, how to handle the situation should anything come up, okay? That's fair. And with that being said, we've come to the end of today's podcast. I really hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. And if you're not already, make sure you guys are subscribed to the YouTube channel at State of Mind Podcast. I got something brewing over there. And make sure you're also following the podcast on Spotify and anywhere else you're getting your podcast from. Uh, By all means, engage with the content, share. The more you do that, the more the podcast will be able to grow and we're actually able to reach a lot more people and that's the plan i want to i want to bring namibia to the world so help me out with that okay guys 
just help me out leave a review follow it goes a long way trust me and uh, yeah thank you for taking the time and i hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day or night peace